Welcome to Winning the Inner Game. This is Colton Lindsay. Uh, hey guys, this is Colton Lindsay with the Winning Series interviews. Today I have James Michener out of Presca, Arizona, one of the other agents that's joined the Fearless Agent movement going on. James, why don't you take a second and introduce yourself to everyone um, and where are you from, what you do, what's going on? Hey guys, uh, James Michener here in Prescott, Arizona, uh, 27 years old. Been uh, had my license for about going on three years. Been doing it full time for about a year now, or so loving it. Nice. So, how? What year did you get licensed? Uh, 2013. And what? When did you start going full time? Uh, March of last year. And when did you meet? Uh, one thing you and I have in common that we were talking about yesterday is. We both started the pretty nearly to the start of our careers introduced to Bob Leffler and the Fearless Agent Movement, and so we were kind of, I guess, cleaned, sort of speak, to, to the ways of how real estate, other people do real estate. So we were kind of both lucky in that, that aspect. So how, when did you first learn about Fearless Agent, or did you start and, and meet Bob? So I, uh, I first learned about Fearless Agent in uh, 2013. Um, he was doing some training at the brokerage I'm with currently, and um, I I was doing phone recruiting for uh, Grand Canyon University at the time, and so when he told me kind of what his program was, how to get stuff started, I said, ah, eh, there's got to be another way to do something. I want to kind of get off the phones, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I listened to everybody else. I uh, sent out postcards, and I... Uh, you know, meet and greet. And, uh, there's some good sphere of influence stuff, but nothing like what Bob was teaching, really. So I I think in your um, he's got a little testimonial or something that he sent out in there. It says that he told you the truth that other people didn't tell you. What was that truth that he told you? Oh man, <laughs> sit on your butt and dial for eight hours a day. <laughs> That's the only way you're going to be successful in the business, you know. Yeah. The other thing is uh, the sphere of influence, leveraging that a lot. The referrals from that? Yeah, yeah. But I learned a lot of that from you, too, I think. That's where I kind of really switched my focus was when I met with you and sat in for that three-day um, shadowing. That was a pretty eye-opening for me. Yeah, that was, that was fun when you came and, and hung out with me for a few days. Uh, it was right during... Wasn't it like the 29th of December or something? It was kind of in between Christmas and New Year's or something like that. Yeah, it was the 28th, 29th, and 30th, yeah. Yeah, that's usually when a lot of agents take off, and um, you came to, to shadow me and see what I was doing. And Did I prospect at all during that time while you were here? Oh, yeah, every day. <laughs> every day. That's part of the fearless agent movement is talking with people every single day. Who do you know thinking of buying or selling real estate now or in the near future? <laughs> Excuse me. So, what were you doing before real estate? I was um, the uh, first year when I first met Bob. I was a recruiter for Grand Canyon University for their uh, nursing program and healthcare programs. So I was on the phone calling and trying to get students to meet me at the campus and uh, get them to enroll in school. Okay, and, so you uh, were doing. Yeah, and then after that, I kind of took a year off for seven months and 
went and taught English over in Taiwan and did some traveling and then had to come back and get serious about stuff. So. Dude, that sucks, man. I know. You're telling me, man. How long were you traveling for? Seven months, seven, eight months. Seven, eight months. You know, the I, I can't believe you came back. If, if anyone that's watching this interview has done any independent travel, it is probably the most freeing experience of my entire life. Um, I think that's one thing you and I really have in common is that we both love to friggin' travel. It's it's oh, just yeah. awesome. And I'm not talking like going at a staying at a five star hotel. I'm talking like throw a freaking backpack on, and one way ticket it, and we'll see where we go. Fuck yeah, see what <laughs> that's what we did when we went to Thailand. We just kind of bought a random plane ticket, and then my uncle had moved from Singapore to Thailand. Bangkok, and so we had a condo out there, so we let us stay. It just randomly happened too. It happened. Oh, like, really? Yeah, it was crazy. You know, I, I, uh, your fiance was telling me that uh, you guys had a little bit of a problem there with the lady boys. Is that true? Yeah, I especially did. I had an addiction. <laughs> if you guys that are watching have not been to Thailand, it is the plastic surgery of the world, like mecca. People go there for plastic surgery, and there's a lot of of what they call uh, ladyboys there, just everywhere. It's just kind of their, part of their population. It's cool to go and experience a different world like that. So how, how long have, have you been just full-time gunning it out now and just prospecting and taking listings? So in uh, 2014, from J January to March 1st about, I uh, did everything that everybody else said that kind of, besides you and Bob, I uh, sat open houses. I, you know, had floor time. I did everything else, but besides get on the phone and talk with my sphere of influence and talk to cancels, expired, for sale by owners. And uh, yeah, I didn't make any money. <laughs> yeah, I I think that was me. My first year in real estate before I actually went through the fearless agent program was. Uh, I sold two houses. I think you, a lot of you guys have heard me tell the story. I sold two houses. One was to my sister, and one was a walking on floor time in 2006 when, when it was like you just had to sneeze and you sold houses. I managed to sell two. That's how sucky I was. Um, so, what happened once you you joined uh, your first mentor program? The, I think it was. I don't know. If, I think you. I think you did the live course. What you started with, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a live course, but I took the live course in 2013. Oh, okay. Just kind of blew it off, and then uh, Bob came again, and I uh, started taking it more seriously. Um, started reading his scripts and doing what he was saying, and then, you know, I wanted to see somebody that was my age doing it, and I had always always heard about you, so I looked you up on YouTube and really found out, like, how to do prospecting and how the, the scripts worked, and just saw somebody else do it that was around my age, and being successful, and I think my, my whole mindset is when you're, like abundance, what you had talked about, and uh, just being in that mindset, but when you're around successful people, or you're uh, you get in that mindset of how other successful people are, that uh, you get into it. So anyways, I uh, watch your videos, and you're always in this certain mindset, so I try to put myself there as well. I, th I think that's one of the steps to winning the inner game. Is to get into that abundance mindset. That that I I don't know. You just connect to this flow of well-being, and just be excited to do what you're doing. And and whether it's prospecting or whether it's knocking doors or whatever, you're just excited to be alive and to do it. Yeah, yeah. 
what we do a lot of door knocking too, so you know. So here's here's a question I think a lot of people want to know. In your first year in real estate, how many how many listings your first full year, how many listings did you take? Like I don't know, somewhere between forty five and fifty. I just kinda stopped keeping track. <laughs> I was taking so damn many listings, I just stopped keeping track. I couldn't. At one time, I think October, you were like extremely busy. That's when you brought on a partner, right? Was it October? Yeah, yeah, yeah I brought on uh, Kira, which has been huge for me. Just it's been it. It makes it more fun too. Um, so, what does Kira do? What's her role? Uh, so I do a lot of the prospecting and uh, the kind of the sphere of influence and marketing part of like. Re getting business and then she'll go through do like CMAs and go to the listing appointments with me work with buyers and um, you know we're we're kind of transitioning and teaching her how to do prospecting and everything but really she's like my right hand man she does she does everything, everything that's not prospecting and presenting and getting listing contracts signed right yeah she, we do some presenting together too though so don't tell Bob that he'll tell you that's a stupid idea yeah, I know. <laughs> I love Bob, man. That guy, I think, has probably kept me in real estate. I wouldn't have survived and made it in real estate if it wasn't for him. I would have been freaking working some dumbass job from my college degree, earning forty-seven thousand dollars a year. That would suck. <laughs> <laughs> like, it does suck. So, anyways, um, how many? We had a conversation last night. How many listings did you sign this last week? Uh, three, and I'm going on another listing appointment today. So, and what? What? Tell us about you. Were just telling me about that a little bit ago. What's the price point on this listing you're going to meet with? Uh, it expired at 1.275 million. So, uh, gonna try to get that back in my hands and really get the marketing going and kind of show them how a fearless agent works and you know get get it out there. Get it freaking sold. So you took signed three listing contracts this week. Yeah. And you're meeting here, I think, an hour after we're done with this interview or so, you're going to interview and present for a $1.275 million listing. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Tell us about the other three listings you took this week. Where did they come from and what's their price point? So after I left um, Utah, one of the big things I kind of took away from my experience with you was really leveraging that sphere of influence. Yeah. Well. So, I've been adding that to my wise agent calls and uh, doing that call list through the uh, sphere of influence. I do a lot of posting on Facebook, try to get people excited about real estate. You know, the, just like you said in your abundance video or your, uh, in, I think it was your mindset. I don't know. I've been watching some of your videos. It's crazy. But um, you're like, you know, get excited about real estate. Get Do this. Do that. Like, just be upbeat. Be a hyper you, you know? Yeah. And, People get excited about that, and they see that you're excited, and they see your success. So, I've been getting a lot of calls from Sphere of Influence. So the the first one was Sphere of Influence. The other one was a referral from uh, Sphere of Influence as well with somebody in the group. Uh, the other one was a follow up with a for sale by owner that I've just been going after for months and months and months and months. And, and you're a little bit persistent than I am. If they don't dude, answer I three times it. in a row, <laughs> they don't answer three times in a row. I just beep beep. No, not me. Right. I'm going at it. So. Well, that's yeah. what's good, and that's why. Yeah, that video you're talking about, I just posted a few days ago. The power of enthusiasm. When you're excited about what you've got going on in your life and what you're doing, naturally other people feel that excitement. And and yeah. I went through um, 
<laughs> and I realized there's probably about three things that really make you stand out. One is obviously your power, your enthusiasm. You got to be very enthusiastic. Two is you know you just have to come across as this guy that knows what he's talking about. This authority that just validates the why you're excited. And when you can do that, and you can just be pinpoint on, people will just send you business. They'll ask you to list your house. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. So that's one of the things that I know Bob teaches big time in the fearless agent movement is how do you take the sphere and turn it into just a, a referral lead generating machine? Dude, I've watched a lot of videos on different coaches and uh, different perspectives. And, you know, the, the one thing that I really, really appreciate for Bob is the uh, on demand coaching. Uh, dude, he answers my phone calls whenever I want. Basically, um, anything I have a question about about a different script I use, or you know, uh, a uh, overcoming objection type thing, I call him right away, and he'll call me back. You know, um, yeah. But, and we'll talk three or four times a day. Sometimes he's just really committed to seeing the success of his coaching students. That and he is funny as hell. I, I probably laugh more during the day when I'm on the phone with him than any any other time during my day. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so who, what, what is your production goal for, for 2015 for this year? Uh, 40 close transactions, 10 million in uh, total sales volume. And that's what, 300,000 or so in commissions? I don't know what I'm guessing, 300 and something thousand. Yeah, right around there. Just as long as I can help some people buy and sell and... Uh, you know, so, get to where they want to go. I'm fine so, with that. So you started January 2014 kind of full-time, or was it not even January? What month did yeah, you Yeah, dude, it was full-time. I didn't have a job or anything. I was actually buying and selling cars off Craigslist. <laughs> We've all been there, James. We've all been there. So um, between then and now, you your goal is multiple six figures for 2015. Whether you hit it or not, is really irrelevant, but the fact that you're thinking in that direction in the second full year in real estate is freaking phenomenal, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. That's congratulations, man. That's it took yeah, well, me a lot I closed longer. Three million from July to January, so I thought, well, if I get another seven months, I could probably get pretty close to that, and I know more people, and I'm better at what I do now. So sure, yeah, that's so, awesome. Pretty attainable. So what? Uh, here's a question: Who who are some of, have been some of the biggest mentors or and inspirations in your life and in your career? Um, I mean, when it comes to my career, I, for for sure, Bob and yourself have been. Um, Bob really told me just kind of straightforward, like this is what you need to do to be successful in real estate, and I'll guide you to it. And you know, everybody always says that they sell you a product and then they disappear. <laughs> he didn't do that. He was really like persistent and stayed on me. And, uh, and the other one, excuse me, was you for sure too. You know, with allowing me to go up there and shadow you, and uh, it was definitely worth the money to go do that. Um, it changed my entire outlook. Showed me the systems I needed to do. Yeah. And how to work those systems to your benefit. And. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, my friends and family, and um, most importantly, my clients for trusting me to work with them. So, you know, it, it, everybody hates for sale by owners, cancels and expires. You know, it's kind of like being a cop. I I think that the people that are phone prospecting are like police officers. They deal with the, 
the 10% of the population that other real estate agents don't want to deal with on a daily basis. Yeah. But I've made so many friends with, with my for sale by owners and my clients. It's been crazy. Oh, I've my gosh. That, isn't that so true? Like, the people you meet become, like, friends. You start talking with them and going to dinner with them. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. And one of my goals is to not – I don't want to be that person that's dodging through the, the grocery aisles, you know? So. <laughs> oh, shoot. That's bubble, that's John yeah. Smith. I don't, that that yeah. transaction sucked. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, dude. I was so surprised. When we're moving Tuesday, we just closed on our house about a week or so ago using the fearless agent pricing uh, strategy. I had four offers on my own house, sold at full price, and the guy that actually bought it, his dad was an agent, so he waived his commission. So, really? Yeah, yeah so freaking yeah. made me more money than, than I expected. So how did that for sale by owner work for you guys? <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. My wife put our house up, Fizbo. She's, she's a go-getter, man. She wants what she wants sometimes. So anyways, as I'm moving, I've actually had three clients call me, three past clients call me and say, hey, do you need any help moving? And so... The systems that I've learned from the fearless agent movement have just created this this raving fan image for my my clients, and it sounds like you're starting to experience that as well. In just oh, yeah. your and second think, starting your second year. Yeah, and I read that raving fans book. You know, um, one of the things I, I I really took away from that book as well is uh, they said that there was something about like security doors and like how do you get people to stop from stealing and. The big thing was is uh, they said we don't, we don't implement that stuff in our stores because we want people to feel as comfortable as possible. So I think if you go into the mindset that you're going to kind of get screwed over, somebody's going to treat you bad, then that happens, you know. And so well, if you go into it just like with the best attitude you can in terms of these guys are going to list with me, or it's going to be a great transaction, I'm going to sell the house and they're not going to, or even on the buying side, they're not going to leave me on the buying side, and you just present that genuineness and that, that wanting to care and you follow up and whatnot, then you'll you'll get it, and you'll have raving fans throughout your town. Well, sure, and that's, that's the, I mean, you become what you think about most of the time. Earl Nightingale taught that for 60, 70 years, right? Uh, Napoleon Hill's taught that. Uh, shoot, Marcus Aurelius taught that. He was BC, right? You, you Jesus Christ himself taught that. So, with that being said, you know, as you're thinking about how you want your business to look, you go and one of the differences you have, I noticed, is you go to work, right? Because you can sit and think about it, and then there's going to work. That's why I think is one of your biggest success tools, you know, to work. You see yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, it's a it's a real job for me, and people are trusting me with their biggest investments of their life. So, can't just sit back at the house and watch ESPN first take, you know. So, <laughs> so what time do you get out of bed in the morning? Oh, seven o'clock. Yeah. Seven o'clock. So you're actually a, a a late riser then, huh? Yeah, if you compare me to the likes of like Colton Lindsay <laughs> and Bob. Yeah. Yeah, Bob. He, Bob doesn't get up as early as me either. I mean, I just think there's something about the morning time to just get up and be alive. So, yeah. um, what does your day look like? What time do you ideally start prospecting? So I'll start my prospecting around like 8:30 or so, um, and then go till I feel like I've been pretty sufficient. I always try to hit about 30 contacts or whatnot or more. I also try to like break it up a little bit and sometimes do some evening calling as well if I didn't get a hold of them in the first part. Um, 
and do some follow-up. If I think it's a good lead, I'll do that. How often do you do evening... And it, when you're doing evening calls, it's just follow-ups? Yeah, just follow-up. I mean, I'm so addicted to prospecting. I'll put <laughs> headphones in, in, in while I'm driving home and prospect in my car. Um, <laughs> who, are you, who are you calling when you're driving home? Follow-ups or... Just like FISBO leads or... Yeah, yeah. But like, oh, man, I forgot to... That thing didn't pop up into my wise agent. I need to call Mary or something. So I'll yeah. just dive in real quick, you know. And I love my car. Like, that's my zen place. So I'm still pumped, you know, while I'm in there. Well, so, so once again, that's you thinking about what you, what you want most, which yeah. is to get, get – it's prospecting. So people – want to always focus on the end result. Let's say yours is 40 closed transaction. That's good to be clear on that. Yeah. But what you're more focused on is the roots, which is, you know, 30 contacts a day, 15 hours a week, whatever, you know, that number is. That's what you think about a lot, it sounds like. Is that what I mean? The how. Yeah. I think about the why, but I think about the how am I going to do it, you know? Um, yeah. And then a lot of times I, I, I play back. It, dude, it was such a big thing for me to go to Utah and see you in your like in your moment and I think back of how how am I gonna do that? Well I need to have my tracking sheet. I need to you know I need to get my calling systems down and um, dude I just pulled so much away from that. Like your your little thing where you go, I love life. Thanks for asking. Everybody laughs and smiles at that. Like, just get that first impression of everybody just you can hear them smiling on the phone. And right yeah. there you got them. You got them. If you can make them laugh and smile yeah. So. Well, and it's it's who doesn't love life, right? It's like, what's the alternative? I don't know what the alternative is, but this is pretty damn good, so I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah. You know, I th I, I think that if you get, have you ever read the book, I think it's how to how to uh, stop worrying and start living by James or by Dale Carnegie. Have you ever read that? So in there, he talks about, and I don't think this is his concept concept, but he talks about uh, day tight compartments, shutting yesterday off and shutting tomorrow off, and just being like 100% engaged in what you're doing right now. And oftentimes as a real estate agent, you probably experience this, is you're, you're not experiencing this moment because you're thinking about later versus what's happening. Do you ever experience that? Yeah, actually, while you were saying that, I got on my phone to check my email. It's <laughs> a price change because I have an open house, and so I want that to go through. <laughs> yeah, so you want to get the the price change for before the open house, right? So, with that with that being said, so do you uh, do you personally struggle a little bit sometimes with uh, getting the automatic price uh, reduction signed? Yeah, I think it's. Uh you know, I, I met with a guy named John Taylor. He came and uh, shadowed me yesterday. And, uh, you know, he has some Bobisms, I like to call them, you know. So yeah. He uh, called him expired one time, and he's like, you know, the agent didn't do this, the agent didn't do that. Well, did you have a good pricing strategy? Um, well, no, we didn't. He's like, well... Let me ask you one question real quick. Your house didn't sell, but if it was for sale for one dollar, would it have sold? And the guy's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I think we found our problem, you know. So um, yeah, that's funny. So sometimes though, you, you know, know it's, it's hard. Yeah, well, you've been doing it just over twelve months. I've been doing it for ten years now, basically. And yeah. still, sometimes, like even though I've I've gone through the program six times, I, I do the 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 fearless agent 
group calls every Wednesday at 11. I, I'm, you know, I do the on-demand coaching with Bob. It's still like you have to continually get better at it always. You're, you're not going to be perfect just because you start. Starting is what you start to cultivate this garden and just get better and better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, AJ, uh, is it Medea or? AJ Mida. Mida. Yeah, and North Carolina. I posted this on Facebook. It was a month ago or something. He said, uh, which, by the way, the Facebook groups have been huge for me too to get me pumped up and to read on everybody else's success because I know where I'm going to get to and I see other people doing it. So, um, anyways, he put uh, something on there. He said, uh, Plant your seeds now so you can harvest them in the fall so that in the fall you're not begging, you know? So, like, basically saying, like, the work you do right now is going to pay off in the fall and the spring or in the fall when you can take that time off and whatnot. Just like what you said uh, when, when we came there to prospect in December, you, like, I said, oh, well, you're, you probably won't be prospecting during that time. And you said, well, yeah, I will. I have big plans for my first quarter. So what I do today will dictate what my first quarter is going to look like. Yeah. That was, that was in the beginning of December you said that. Yeah. And you know um, what? I just closed the biggest quarter of my career. Oh, uh, 111000 paid in three months. What? 21 closings. Uh, I had my biggest month in March of my career, which was $59,234 paid. That's and it. my biggest week was in March where I – was paid thirty four thousand one hundred and fifty something dollars, so that's pretty cool spot to be at. And I see, man, I see you're just around the corner on those types of quarters and months with how much you're hustling. You're yeah, doing awesome. I'm trying. We've been getting into higher price points, which is nice. And you know what's funny is my broker said you need to get into higher price points. You need to get into higher price points. And so one of my mindsets going into 2015 was to get into higher price points, and that's all I've been thinking about. All I've been thinking about. And since then, I've listed five $400,000 homes, one $700,000 home, one $679,000 home. I was listing going for the $1.2 million. So. You know what my mindset shifted with is just charge more per deal. So especially on the smaller deals, I know Bob's been teaching me since day one to charge 7%. Sometimes I don't get that. But on the smaller ones, especially 150 or below, when you charge 7%, now you're keeping – you know, six grand versus forty-five hundred bucks. It, I mean, you're that is a thirty-three percent increase in your your income. Just yeah, by that little change. Yeah, that's something I'm working on. Really, I'm I'm working on that hard. There's just a lot of low ballers when it comes to commission in terms of in my market. I'm sure you deal with it too. Yeah, especially in a market like this where the inventory is is hot. It's moving quick. You get agents back into the business that are overpricing homes and, and undercutting their commissions. It, it, it becomes a mental battle. Tell us about, have you experienced the mental battle of real estate yet, the inner game aspect? Oh, dude, absolutely. I think these past couple, like uh, a month, month of March was pretty tough for me. Uh, just, just in the regard that I, uh, Kira had taken a week off, which is always hard because we are top producers. I think we ho we're holding like 40 listings right now. So What? What? You and, and Kira have 40 listings right now? Yeah, dude. I think we have 10 or 11 in escrow. It's crazy. <laughs> Holy crap. What is that yeah. in pending commissions? That's got to be 50, 60 grand, I'm guessing. 
I don't know. I don't count it. I just go with the flow. Once nice. I the counts there. So. Congratulations, man. If I had a, a hand go through the screen, I'd high five you right now. High five. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, there we go. So where do you generate most of your business from? Is it the referrals now or is it Fizbo's, expired? A little bit of both, all three. Oh, I would say it's a little bit of everything now because uh, the sphere of influence has been huge for me too. You know, ever since I left uh, left shadowing with you up in Utah, I've really hit that that sphere of influence. And I think there's been four or five deals just this year that have come from sphere of influence, which which was a to which I only had uh, two or three total for last year. So in the first three months, five of those have come from sphere of influence or referral. Like we have a, a press kit page for our Facebook, and I get. I get um, uh, referred on that all the time. It's crazy. I love it. So, that's freaking cool, man. That's just from. But uh, yeah, I've, I've dealt with that a lot. You know, people lying to you. <laughs> my owners trying to do like, uh, what are those open end listings? And I'm like, no, I'm not like, I'm not gonna do that. I did that once. I did that once. Cause what's an open end listing? Like, uh, they can sell it themselves, or you can sell it. Dumbest thing I ever did. Never do that. Like, and I had a guy call me this week, and he's like, hey, yeah, I want to list my piece of property with you. I'm like, okay, yeah, that'll be great. Um, when do you want to start? He's like, oh, well, this day and this day. And I can still put it on Craigslist and sell it myself, too. I'm like, no, I don't do that. Like, I just don't, you know. That's funny. I'm, I'm actually opposite. I don't care if they do that, because I've done over 60 FISBOs in the last probably... 36 months, probably maybe 24 to, to 30 months, and only one of them actually sold by themselves to a friend. So, yeah. So you do an open end listing then? Well, it's not an open end listing. I have an addendum that I drew up that just says you reserve the right to sell the house on your own at which time you owe, and you'd represent yourself. You owe me and my company no commission, and they get excited to sign that contract pretty quickly. Um, but I don't really chase Fizbos like I used to, though. I, I built my whole business off of Fizbos. I probably haven't. I've done like two this year. I'm guessing. Uh, we'll have to talk about that. On yeah, I, I I actually like it. I think in this market it's going to be tougher, though. I really I I haven't done as many in this market. So yeah. So, what is the next thing you need to get great at in your business? You know, I think. Uh, the first thing that kind of popped up is uh, taking more vacation time because I think you work hard, you play hard, and I took a weekend off this last weekend and I came back and I got three listings signed, and then set a bunch of appointments. Like you have to refuel, you have to recharge your batteries. Yeah. Over and over again, and I think that what that'll do for me in the long run is really help me to become more consistent with my prospecting, and that's where I want to be. Yeah, more consistent, and uh, learn how to uh, get more of a uh, organization, uh, like be a little system. bit more. Yeah, system, system, like get a better system down. So here's a guy carrying 40 listings, um, with a goal to hit $300,000 in commissions, and he's he knows that there's still something he can get better at, which is your systems. That's what Bob teaches in the Fearless Agent Movement. The three things is master your skills, master your schedule, and number three is master your systems in place. Yeah. And there's always room for improvement. It's just starting and getting going. Excellent. 
Hey, I just want to give a note to you viewers. If you guys are watching, we're going to start the Q&A here in a little bit. There's two places that you guys can uh, ask some questions, either on the Fearless Agent page itself, group page, or just below this, uh, there should be a Facebook comment. I think one person's commented. I've never really used that, so it may or may not work. But you guys can post your questions there, and then we'll get to those in a little bit. So uh, here's a question I, I want to ask. I don't think this is brought up enough in uh, these types of interviews. Is do you do you believe in in God or a higher being or a fagazi or what? What do you? What's your spiritual belief system? Oh, that's a that's a good question. Um, uh, I believe in a God. I don't. I'm not like religious in terms of like I'm a Christian or I'm a Catholic. Uh, just because I don't want to be separated from anybody else, but I do believe in a God. And uh, me and uh, my fiance, before we go to bed, we uh, give thanks. So, like, I'll say, I'm thankful for being in Fearless Agent. She'll say, I'm thankful for the, uh, having clean water. And we'll go back and forth. So we're we're constantly giving thanks and um, being appreciative of everything that we have in our lives, and uh, trying to pass that on to other people as well. And, and we pray as well, but it's not to a Christian or a Catholic God or a Mormon God or anything like that. It's just God. I think that was um, when you came and you guys you guys took me to dinner at that Indian restaurant. I thought you were like like joking around with me when you're like, "Hey, can we give thanks here in the middle of this restaurant?" Yeah. But dude, when you actually did that, like that actually just humbled me so much. Just so you know. To just get refocused on on giving thanks, I you know I'd kind of probably had slowed down a little bit, but that is such an important principle. So yeah. you're just always how how much of your day is just focusing on giving thanks for for life and what you have. I mean, really, I try to do it all day, every day, because I think the more thankful you are, the more you receive, and the more that you can give to other people, and the more that you can empower people to be thankful. And, uh, just kind of make the world a better place because I'm happier when I give thanks, you know. Mm. Uh, I, I realize what I have and kind of what other people don't have, and um, it also helps me to give back more as well. So I, I, I try to do it every day, all day, you know. I mean, I'll, I'll, dr I'll be driving the car. I'm like, man, I'm really thankful I have this car, and I'm uh -huh. driving safe right now, you know. It That's might sound stupid, but it works for me. So. Yeah. No, that is cool. So... What advice would you give to a new agent out there that's just getting started? Um, so I have a new recruit that I'm getting on right now. She's going to start school here next week. So my first thing is I said write a bio and uh, start getting your uh, your names and contacts up for your sphere of influence because we're going to be on the phone calling and touching base with them. The next thing I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to have the, them reach out to uh, Bob and yourself, and we're also going to start watching your videos on how to do just listed, just sold contacts, as well, and do the sphere of influence calls also. So um, basically, in a nutshell, I'm going to have them get the bio, the uh, sphere of influence set up, and then we're going to start getting in contact with you and Bob about how we're going to do it and how we're going to get the system down to work with me and Kira in this new agent that we're bringing on. So you're joining the fearless agent movement. You're you're telling these new people get joined in the fearless agent movement, right? And when this interview's over, 
below this, I think you guys are watching it on the, the page I sent to you. Um, there's a button that says click here to learn more about the fearless agent movement. I put together a page that just gives some question and answers, a short video, and really what the fearless agent movement is and how you can get involved. It's literally changing the lives of hundreds of agents across North America. Did you see in the Facebook group, the fearless agent group, there was a guy named, uh, I think his name is Gary in New Jersey, 20 years old, used the fearless agent presentation. Yeah, I saw that. Got the listing contract signed, followed the pricing strategy, and had an offer in seven days. Dude, 20 years old, what? What about the guy that was like, you hadn't made any money in real estate, hadn't really made any money uh, doing his other job, and he, he had like a, a meeting with his wife. I forget who it was, but I read it, and he's like, "Babe, we need to we need to buy Bob's package, his uh, his um, on demand coaching program, on demand coaching." And so we did, and I think the guy's closed like a couple deals now already, and already paid for it in itself. And it's yeah. just it's it's. And I called Bob after I read that, and I he didn't answer. He's probably in the bathroom. He's always using the bathroom. <laughs> but, uh, He's going to be so mad you said that. <laughs> I know. That's so true, though. Um, but uh, I called Bob, and I just said, man, I'm really thankful for you and, like, everything that you do for everybody else because uh, um, it's really uh, influential in, in my business, and you're, you're changing lives. You really are. And I told him to go look at the post at that time. And so you, you guys both do a lot for a lot of people, and you take it seriously, and you're genuine about it. So... One That's of the things I learned from Bob, um, and I probably only less than six months ago, we were talking about self-help and stuff like that, and Bob's like, I think self-help is so stupid. I'm like, why, Bob? Like, isn't that like what we should be doing? And he's like, no. He's like, did Jesus ever teach self-help? No, he taught serve other people. Yeah. And like, you, you, seriously, that's what it is. Like, as I'm yeah. with winningtheinnergame.com and – and what we're doing with these interviews and, and the hangouts and the free Tuesday calls, it's about creating value in the yeah. lives of, of other agents. And what I've realized is what I've learned from Bob has just been, you know, priceless in my life. And I've now have an opportunity to share it with other people and help them change yeah. from having an opportunity to, to just be highly successful in something that's such a great movement. So that's cool, man. Yeah. How how big is your marketplace? Like, uh, what, what do you mean, how big is it? How, how like, how, how many, what's the population, how many agents? Oh, I think there's, like, a, a it's a, maybe a little over 100,000, but that's with, like, four four towns. Okay. The Quad City area, and there's 1,200 agents, uh, about 10 full-time agents. 10 <laughs> full-time agents? <laughs> oh, you freaking comedian, you. Oh, yeah. You're, you're so funny. Um. And you're 27. What what is a 27 year old kid that carries 40 listings and shooting for $300,000 in paid revenue? How does he stay mentally tough? What do you do to win the inner game every single day? Oh, that's a good question. Um, first off, I give thanks for everybody that's in my life and all that I have every day. Um, secondly, I, I you know I. I'm genuine about what I do because I really love what I do, um, and I treat it as a full-time job. You know, this is, this is my business, so uh, if I want to 
keep it going, and I want to be eventually. I want to be a referral machine. You know, I just want to take in referrals, and I love prospecting. So I don't think I'll ever give it up, give that up. I think I'll always stop my car in front of a for sale by owner and go knock it and say, hey. But uh, um, you know, giving thanks and uh, just reminding myself every day that I'm dealing with some some people's livelihoods and uh, just reminding myself where I want to be down down the line and you know one thing that always pops into my head is I got to take that eight month vacation where I got to go teach English and uh, go to Thailand, Hong Kong, Mexico, work on a farm in Montana and, and that was because of hard work and because I worked hard for a couple years going to college and full time that allowed me to do that so if I can put that hard work into my life for a couple 10, 15, 20 years or so then maybe I can reap those same rewards of being able to go travel for the rest of my life and uh, do that, you know. So that, that's always my end goal is I have some some bigger goals of wanting to kind of be in control of my life. Yeah. Well, what's funny is you'll get 20, 30 years down the road and you'll realize it wasn't the traveling that was, that was awesome that you're going to go experience, but it was who you became along that journey. That's what I'm realizing now 10 years into this is – the real cool part is who I am now, what I've developed yeah. in my life. So that's that's super cool, man. Let's open it up to questions uh, right now. If you guys aren't on the Fearless Agent Group page in Facebook, go to that now. I've put a post on there where you guys can ask a question. Or if you are watching on my um, page here, the Winning Series interview page, um, you guys can ask some questions right below there. Somebody um, asked what hair product I use before I go to listing appointments. Uh, no, someone did not ask that. Oh. I hope that they're still being able to see the interview. Um, so someone asked me a question. What about you, Colton? Religious beliefs, LDS, Katie Matson. You know what? I did serve an LDS mission when I was 19 to 21, greatest two years of my life. At this point in my time in my life, I you know I don't really have necessarily a, re a religious affiliation, but I do extremely have a close relationship with God, and this, the the flow of well-being and that that uh, you know that source energy and giving thanks every single day. I think that's probably doesn't matter what religion you are, if if you can understand there is a higher power and higher being God, um, you can take what he has taught and provided and just create the world, the, a whole world of opportunities. So hopefully that answers that question for someone. I hope, I hope, I'm hoping they can still see. I, I, I hope that, oh yeah, it's still showing live. 41 minutes into this. I was just looking on the other page. Okay, guys, let's see what uh, other questions we can come up with. Is it working for questions, by the way? Usually I've got like a dozen questions. No one wants to ask you questions, James. What the age? I'm a loser, bro. Let's see here. No, bro. You're a wiener. You are a wiener, 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 wiener. Oh, here. I just did it. Mike uh, Kakovowski. I, I, sorry, Mike, if I totally just slaughtered your name. Kakovisky. Do you see, James, this is for you. Do you see more people buy into the pricing strategy idea or a normal feel for agent way of doing business, doing things. I'm not sure I understand that question, but yeah, me either. Do you see more? Do you see more people buy into price into the into the pricing strategy idea, 
or a normal fearful agent way of, of doing things. I no, don't understand I think, that. Uh, I think, well, I, I think I understand what he's saying. Um, I think if you present the uh, pricing strategy the right way and you convey that this is how they're going to get the most money. Um, also, what I like to use is when we do that price reduction, like it throws them into the MLS at the top of the list again and it says price reduction here. And we always send out like a mass email flyer saying price reduction or something on our Facebook page or something. So it really helps them with the marketing as well and uh, it brings it to a level where, where the house is going to sell, you know. If, if it would, mm -hmm. if your house sell for $1, yes, well then we need to get it to a price where we're going to get those multiple offers and help bid those up and I've done that a couple times this past month so um, yeah been, in one instance my, my seller just wanted to take one of the offers so not go uh, multiple counter offer highest and best so. yeah well and that's some of some of that people it don't be afraid to ask do you are you ready to accept this offer that is like the most unused question I've seen in real estate agents is are you ready to accept this offer Okay, yeah. great. Let's just go ahead and uh, accept it right here. Yep. Here is a question from um, Mark Tracy. James, if you door knock and no one answers, do you leave anything at the door? If so, can you give us an idea on what that is? Um, sometimes I do. Uh, if I've been following up with them for a while, it's a force of owner that I've been calling, um, and I go to knock the door, and I just did this last week, actually. Uh, I couldn't get a hold of him on the phone a couple times, so I went and knocked his door because I was in the area, um, and I did leave my card, and uh, ju just a card, just leave a card. And, um, so just leave a card. So yesterday in our mastermind with Brian Casella, who knocks on average 500 plus doors a week, he he gave the same exact answer. So by the mouth of two or three witnesses, will that word be established, my friends? Yeah, Mike. Oh, Go ahead. I want to touch on is Brian has uh, some videos on door knocking, and one big thing that he he touches on is uh, your stance. Whether you're you're initiating, you knock on the door, and a male or a female answers the door. And man, I just it was almost innate for me to uh, to do what he was saying. But if you're not doing the type of like stance or exact feet back from the door. That Brian's saying you need to do that because uh, people tend to be a little off. They're totally off guard when you knock on their door. So giving them a few few feet back and like angling your body or something to not show that you're. It just makes them a little bit more comfortable. So there's a lot that goes into door knocking. Yeah. So I mean, we have. Let's say if you have 100% of communication, 7% of your communication is words. 33 or something percent is tonality mm -hmm. and 60 percent is your body language and that's what's cool about learning the fearless agent dialogue with the fearless agent movement is you also getting that uh, that that body language and that tonality the, I love Bob's tonality it just speaks so loudly oftentimes more than the words so next yeah. question Mike Birch I hope I say this right Mike I freaking love you and I've known you a long time but I still mess up your last name Mike Burchett uh, in Tennessee. Good stuff so far, guys. For James, what was your schedule like back in January 2014, and how has it changed? Oh, man. In 2014, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I would go to do some 
open houses and just kind of sit around the office and do some like mentoring programs that we had about like how to build your your, your biography and stuff and something that should have taken like two or three days they had a class that took a week on how to build your biography like that for me just wasn't fast enough results and I didn't have enough control so it was more of like taking more classes on how to build your business but I wasn't seeing any results after two months so after that I was in the office constantly and I, and I built my business off of for sale by owners as well um, so I would just prospect 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 as much as I could um, until I got that listing appointment now it's more structured in terms of uh, about from 8.30 to usually I stop around 11.45 or 12 and eat lunch, take a little bit of a break and if I don't have an appointment I go back and I hit my hots or my warms until I can get an appointment. So, What, what system are you using? Are you using Mojo Sales? No man, I'm not using any of those. I actually just sold up, signed up for Vulcan 7 though. I was using Land Voice for a while. And, oh nice. I, I didn't like the, uh, well I, I did like Land Voice because it was the first system that I had, but uh, uh, you know, it kept me a little more organized. But I use uh, like Wise Agent and Vulcan Seven. I, I just watched the orientation for that today. So, so Vulcan Seven is um, like the elementary level of dialers. In Mojo, in my opinion, is like the PhD, and you can take Vulcan Seven leads and upload it into Mojo, which is what I do. Awesome. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be huge for me because when I was uh, when John was shadowing me yesterday, he's like, "How many calls did you get through?" I was like, "Oh, about twenty or twenty-five," and uh, it had been like three hours. And he's like, "Oh, that's not that many." And but I was like, conferencing him and him in and whatnot, so it wasn't as fast. But when I did the shadowing with you, I think you hit like four hundred and fifty people or something. Phone uh, calls, yeah, dials. I did. Yeah, that was when I was dialing a lot of people. Yeah. Hey, here's a question real quick from Brian Kurtz. Uh, Colton, what was the that agreement that you said you signed with Fizbo's that got him excited to get working with you? So it was, I would do the the uh, for sale by owner presentation, and uh, even if I, because that's a it's a skill to learn that presentation. So I wasn't that great at it at first, um, but what I would do is have them sign an addendum that's and you'll need to talk to your broker by the way I'm not giving any broker advice out right now but this is what I did in my state with my broker the seller reserves the right to sell the house on their own at which time they owe discover realty um, and or me and my company discover realty no commissions and also it says in there uh, they understand they represent themselves in that scenario so out of 60 FISBOs that I think I've done that with one of them actually did sell it on their own to their friends which you know what I mean you're gonna lose out sometimes so hopefully that helps thanks for the question Brian uh, Charlie Santos uh, what percent of your business is expired FISBOS and SOI is there anything else you do to generate leads that's for me or you that's for you these are all for you man this is about you today James no, thanks. Um, let's say about Right now, it's pretty even for the most part. I've been uh, last year is about eighty percent for sale by owners. Uh huh. Uh, I mean, probably ninety percent for sale by owners. This year, it's been about twenty-five percent 
expires 30% uh, uh, um, sphere of influence, and then the rest would be door knocking and for sale by owners. So, okay, yeah. cool. Uh, Casey Matson asked, "How long will you wait before you have the conversation about price reduction?" Oh man, I try to go into that after 21 days or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> oh, go ahead. Anywhere between 14 and 21 days. Yeah. So realistically, with the with the pricing presentation and the pricing strategy, which I I know coming from experience, guys, going to try and do that sometimes it is difficult uh, to actually do that. But I can tell you, when you just grow a set and just do it, you can get them to sign an automatic price reduction of every two weeks, which is phenomenal because it's not about um, having it getting the asking price it's about pricing it in such a way that you get people in the door to write offer offers and generate demand and probably half of my 25 26 under contracts and sold this year um, half of them have been multiple offers and or over asking price so yeah that's always fun and you get yeah. more that way too so so Charlie Santos asked, you mentioned Wise Agent several times. How do you leverage that, using that? Um, I use it as my data. It's uh, my customer relationship management system, so it helps me stay on track of my dials, my notes that I've taken, um, and uh, really kind of leverage my sphere of influence, as well as it helps. It uh, I can input other agents' information so that when I do get a new listing, um, Cura will send out... Uh, a flyer to every agent out there, and um, we we just put that in our listing presentation as well. It's it's easy. So you go knock the door, is what you're saying? What's that? You go knock the door with the flyer, or this is a flyer in your presentation? No, no, no. The wise agent. Uh, oh. Uploads okay. into the email, dude. We we've, we've sold like two properties off that too. So it, you send an, an email flyer out, is what you're saying? Yeah, an email flyer out. Yeah. How how often are you doing that? Sending that email flyer? Uh, whenever we have a price reduction or a new listing, generally. So one of the things that you know I've I've really mastered this last year with with fearless agent movement is my my people farm, and creating yeah. that that farm. Also, one of those things that should be injected into that is an email farm where. Just anyone and everyone gets an email where you send them something real estate related, like you sent them that those houses, right? What we'll send them is a list of all of our active inventory, and yep. we'll also send them uh, a quarterly market update with a video from me and a list of all of our solds, and it looks just super awesome uh, to do that. So really leverage that if you're not, guys. I use Mailchimp, and you use Wise Agent. It sounds like, right? Yeah, but I think. Uh uh, Wise Agent has like a Mailchimp built into it, so. Oh, so you can just sync it up somehow. Nice, yeah. cool. Well, we've got a few more minutes. Uh, let me see if we have we have one request. I don't know if we have any other questions. Let me see. Oh, Stacy Mooch asked. Uh, I hope I said that right, Stacy. With the market the way it is now, do you think it's possible still to build your business on Fisbo, or what? What would you recommend? I guess my question to that is what's wrong with the market right now because I think there's always opportunity there for the for sale by owners. Colton said something um, one time to me. He said, uh, and excuse me if I get the word wrong, but he said for sale by owners are like 
unripened avocados, you know. You got to touch them every once in a while to feel if they're, they're uh, not as firm. And eventually they'll be ripe enough to where they want to list with you. Um, my big thing with for sale by owners is just go meet them, you know. Go say hi. Be genuine. Don't be super salesy. I know uh, there's a couple agents in our market that will be like, oh, well, reason your house didn't sell on, like, expires is because you didn't hire me or something like that. Just something stupid that you don't want to be pushed up against, you know. Yeah, so, it's hard pressure. It, it yeah. is really high pressure. I yeah. think, too, to answer that question with Stacy, because she's actually in my marketplace, is what we're seeing is, and I'm experiencing it myself, we're all set in a, a for sale by owner appointment and the damn thing will sell before I even get to actually meet with these people, and it kind of sucks. Um, but it is what it is. That means you just have to be in, in more context. I think that this market, the best way to build your business is obviously your referrals, your people farm, and cold calls. I think that you know my contacts, number of contacts per day has gone up because I'm having to talk to a lot more colder leads versus for sell by owners because they are selling so quickly. Yeah. But I know um, Adam Bailey in Kansas, I believe, with the, his the Just do, do It movement and what they're doing, he says he's crushing it right now with FISBOs there. So it depends on your marketplace. So Stacy, I think call FISBOs, yes, absolutely get in front of them. Go And probably even more so, go knock their door is your yeah. best bet right now with yeah. sell by owners. Go knock the door, use the fearless agent script at the door to set an appointment, do the, the, the for sell by owner presentation, do your listing presentation, get a freaking contract signed. Also just be doing a lot of cold calls and cold doors right now as well. Yeah. Uh, let's see if there's any more questions. I don't see any over here. Whoops, hold on. Let's go back to this page. I should just field questions in one page, but I'm new at this, so. Uh, I think that's about it at questions, but we do have one request, James, and let's see if you're open to it because you're going to be on stage. They would like to hear a for sell by owner role play call with you being the agent on live Hangout. Oh, that's a, that's a good one. You, um, you up to it? Sure, we could do that, yeah. Do you have your script in front of you or no? No, I don't. It's all packed away, so we'll have to see. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi, is uh, this Colton at 1425 Goldenrod? Yeah. Hey, Colton, this is uh, James Mitchell with uh, Bloom True Realty. How are you? Hey, I love life. Thanks for asking. Hey, absolutely. So do I. That's that's a good thing to love life. Hey, I was just wondering, is that ha home still for sale that you got? Yeah, it is. Perfect, perfect. How's your marketing going for you? With uh, You got any offers yet? Hey, yeah, it's uh, it's going well. How can I help you? Do you have a buyer? Oh, yeah, we definitely have a lot of buyers. Uh, one of the things that uh, I like to do is uh, keep track of anything that's not on the MLS. Uh, that way I can uh, get that out to my buyers. How are you getting uh, your house out to out to the buyers these days? Uh, we're just putting it on, on Zillow and Craigslist. But, hey, I got to run. If you have a buyer, definitely um, we'll pay a 3% commission. Oh, oh! So you're you're uh, willing to pay the three percent commission, huh? Yeah, that's great. So have you sold uh, quite a few properties by yourself? Uh, yeah, we we sold a few. But hey, listen, do you have a buyer? If not, I I gotta really go, James. 
Yeah, absolutely. We could. Uh, one thing I need to do though is to to ensure we are able to sell the property for you to one of our potential buyers because you know I don't want to look like an idiot and uh, tell my buyer that I got a property that's not on the MLS that might fit their needs without being able to preview it first. I was just wondering when's a good time for me to come over and uh, meet you and see the house for myself. Um. Well, like I said, um, are you just going to come look at the house? Yeah, yeah. Well, what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to come over, take a look at the house, take some notes so that uh, if uh, it doesn't work out with you and I meeting, that uh, I'll be able to really tell them the details of the house itself. Um, but I do come over with a plan to kind of show you how we do our marketing, the different comps in the area, and then uh, what we can do for you. Yeah, you know we're not really looking. We're not really looking to to see what an agent can do for us right now. You're not? No. Okay. No. Well, let's no. let's do this. Let's just uh, let's set the appointment just so I can preview the house, and uh, I'll definitely keep that in mind because what I do is I follow up with for sale by owners once a week to make sure that they're still available for sale, just in case I do have the uh, the buyers that are looking for a property just like yours. Would that work? Maybe sometime uh, Thursday or so, between 2 and 5 p.m.? Yeah, you could come by and preview it on Tuesday. Okay, 2 to 5 p.m.? Yeah, that'll work. Okay, perfect. Hey, i got a quick question for you. So I'm going to bring uh, just some information about myself uh, and whatnot. Hey, if uh, after previewing the property, if I showed you some stuff on how we do business differently than everybody else and you felt comfortable with our pricing and whatnot, would you be willing to... Do business with me that day? Um, yeah, maybe. No pressure. We're not, I mean, we're not. The worst thing that'll happen is uh, you say no when I leave your house. The best thing is is uh, we end up signing a contract right there and then get you a, cl a close escrow the check that you want. So, um, but again, the worst thing is is it's a it's a no, and the best thing is is that we're able to work together. But either way, it's no hard feelings. So. I mean, come over and take a look at the house. You can leave some stuff, but I, like I said, we're not really looking to list the house with anyone. Absolutely, and I completely understand. So I'll see you there at 3.30 uh, p.m. on Thursday. Does that work for you, Colton? Yeah, that works. All right. Hey, I'll call you a, about a day before just to confirm that appointment. If anything comes up, let me know, okay? Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Hey, you have a great day. I appreciate your time. Hey, thanks. <laughs> Dude, so... Bob would be so upset with you right now with that role play, man. He'd be like, dude, James. <laughs> I know. I don't have my script in front of me right now. I love it. Every time I role play, I have to have my script or I just get like so so like stupid with dude, it. I, I just say things. I started putting my scripts all over my, all over my desk like you did, you know? And people yeah. were coming into my freaking office and stuff. They were writing them down. They're like, "What's and I'm like, saying?" And I'm like, "I paid for all that stuff, man. If you if you want that, you need to contact Colton and Bob." So. Yeah. Hey. So do the role play with me. I want to do it uh, the the right way with the fearless agent movement. All right. Let's do it. Ring, ring. Hi. Hi. Is James there? Yeah. Yeah. This is him. James. Hi, Colton. Lindsay. Discover Real Estate. Hey, listen. Uh, my records show your house is for sale by owner. Is that true? Yep. Oh, great. How much are you asking for it, by the way? Uh, 225 225 Hey, great price point. So can I ask when you sell your house, 
where you're moving to next? Uh, Layton, Utah. Oh, Layton. Great area. What takes you there, James? The mountains. Okay, so you want to go to Layton and get closer to the mountains. Is that, is that what you're trying to do? Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Well, you know, let me ask you something, James. You brought it up. So you're trying to sell your house, you know, yourself without having it on the market with a real estate person, right? Is, is, is that because you hate realtors or, or what is it? Uh, no, no. I'm uh, still offering that uh, 3% commission to any realtors. I just need to sell it myself so I can get up to Layton. Ah, okay. So it's about the money. Yeah. Yep. Really? Is that the only thing is the money? Yeah. I mean... Pretty much, and uh, you know, I with all the new Zillow and Craigslist, I really don't think, you know, I need to have it just listed. So sure, sure. So the main thing is the money that you keep when you sell your house. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, and yeah. with the internet marketing, I can really do it myself now. So absolutely. So it sounds like it's about the money. So well, hey, I gotta go to another call, James. But real quick. You know, really, because I do business completely differently than all other agents, it virtually guarantees you of two things. One is that, yes, you sell your house, James. The other is you will end up with significantly more money in your pocket, bottom line, than you could get any other way. That's with or without an agent. And, James, I know that sounds like a big promise, but if you knew it were true, would you even want to hear more about it? And be honest with me. I mean, yeah, that would be interesting to care about how you how I could get more money out of pocket than what I could do by myself I guess yeah so 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 is that a yes you would want to hear about it yeah I mean that'd okay. be neat yeah Great. what why don't I do this I don't mind here's what I'm proposing why don't I go ahead and swing over take a look at your house while I'm there James I'll show you how I do business which again is completely differently than anything you've ever heard worst case scenario kick me out after 20 minutes or so and uh, you know what do you say you willing to risk kicking me out of your house James yeah absolutely great so I, I usually like to meet either in the afternoon or do you, usually early afternoons work for you or later afternoons better I'm about a nine to five guy so let's do uh, late afternoons nine to five so I could come by today around uh, 530 or tomorrow will be a little bit better for you at 530 let's do uh, 530 5.30. All right. Sounds good. We'll do 5.30 today. The address I have is 123. List your house with me. Is that correct? Oh, you threw in the list my, your house with me. I think it's <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys. Let's wrap up this interview. This was James Michener from Prescott, Arizona. James, leave your name, email, and phone number so people can send you referrals or how to get a hold of you. All right. James Michener, phone number 928. 308-4700. Uh, email address is M-I-C-H-E-N-E-R-03 at gmail.com. So. Awesome. And everyone else, I want to say thank you for watching the Winning Series interview with James. Uh, I plan on doing one of these probably once or twice a month. Um, just to see what other agents across the country are doing to have a lot of success. And for you guys that are watching that have not already joined the Fearless Agent Movement, James, what would you say to those people? Uh, there's no other movement that if you're going to join a movement that's going to be uh, beneficial to your health, 
of your mind, your body, and your your bank account. <laughs> your bank and, account. Uh, if you if you want your bank account to look like a phone number, join Fearless Agent. <laughs> well played, as I snort. Hey, so if you guys aren't as familiar with that, click the button below that says "Learn More About the Fearless Agent Movement." I put together a page where I, you can watch a short video, me explaining what it is. Also, all of the questions that you might have about joining. I mean, for literally less than $3.25 a day, you can join the Fearless Agent Movement immediately. So go ahead, click that link. Uh, join me, follow my, my YouTube. You can subscribe on my YouTube channel, Colton Lindsay, Winning the Inner Game. Visit my website at winningtheinnergame.com and make sure to get in the Winner Circle email list where I'll send out more invites for interviews like this in my, my, my mastermind with the young hustlers, AJ and Brian. See you Tuesday. Real quick, Colton, I just wanted yeah. to point on something. Um, whatever you purchase with uh, Fearless Agent uh, can be contributed as, uh, I think, uh, continuing education and real estate resources. So it's all uh, uh, tax tax deductible, too, I think, because so, it's going towards your business. So, Right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So. Yeah, so it definitely is going to be tax deductible. And, and the first thing I say invest in is invest in your education. Join the Fearless Agent Movement for less than $3.25 a day. Subscribe to my Winner Circle email at winningtheinnergame.com, and I'll send you all the updates and cool things that we're doing. All right, James, I appreciate you. Good luck on your $1.25 million listing presentation yeah. in the next hour. All right, thanks, man. See ya. Bye. See ya. Hey, everyone. Did you like this episode? Well, be sure to subscribe and share it with friends. If you want free content and world-class training on inner game, real estate, and turning the impossible into possible and the invisible into visible, well, visit me at winningtheinnergame.com and enter your name and email to the winner circle. We'll see you there.